Welcome to the Lead Quietly podcast. I'm your host, Jen Boyle, communications professional, leader, and entrepreneur, and I'm passionate about helping quiet and introverted women become confident leaders without having to be loud. I discovered the power of quiet leadership after being promoted into a leadership position overnight and feeling that it wasn't meant for me because I was too quiet and not assertive enough. And this same self-doubt kept me from becoming the entrepreneur I knew I was meant to be for almost a decade. This podcast is to show quiet and introverted women just like you that you can absolutely be a great leader at work, in business, and in your life without changing who you are. If you are ready to stop sitting on the sidelines and unlock your leadership potential, then you're in the right place. Let's get started. Hello, welcome back to the podcast. Welcome to the Lead Quietly podcast. I am so happy to have you listening and joining me today. Today, I want to talk about my journey into entrepreneurship. I want to share my story and talk about what that process looked like. And this is as an introverted person, as a more quiet person who never... I never actually thought I could be an entrepreneur. I thought for a long time that it wasn't really meant for me. I didn't have the right personality. I wasn't spontaneous enough. I wasn't like self-promoting enough. I didn't think that I could talk about a business and try and do sales. The idea of trying to sell anybody something just made me cringe. And so even though I wanted many of the things that come along with entrepreneurship, I wanted freedom, I wanted to do something where I was in control, I wanted to make an impact, I wanted to do a job or a career that feels really heart-centered and emotional and sensitive and all of those things. And so entrepreneurship was that path, but I thought, I don't have what it takes because how on earth could I sell something to someone? How could I show up in a room full of business people and promote myself and pull up a seat at that table and and actually get clients? This was a struggle that I struggled with for a long time. And I want to break it down a little bit to share what what held me back and then what did I do to move through it and actually become a, a business owner I've had my business lead quietly for almost two years now, and I'm really proud of myself for moving through those blocks and from getting off the couch. This is the example. I sat on the couch. I sat on the couch probably for five or more years writing about a business in my journal, thinking about it, wishing I could do something different, wishing I could be part of that space, that entrepreneurial business space, wanting to do the things that I saw other people doing that looked really exciting to me. And I sat there thinking about it, talking myself out of it, holding beliefs about myself or about the business arena that held me back for a long, long time. When I turned 40, and that was almost four years ago now, that was a turning point. Other listeners who are in this age group, I wonder if you can relate and let me know if you can. There is something about the early phases of your career 
where you are growing. You don't need to have everything figured out yet at all. There's lots of experiences that you still need to get. You are perhaps starting a family. You are buying your first home or you're figuring out where you want to live or what kind of life that you want to have. And I went through all of those things as well in my 20s and 30s. And so during that time, I never really had any urgency to actually get started in the entrepreneur uh, world or to actually turn that dream I had into action because I felt like I had all the time in the world. But there was something when I turned 40 a few years ago where I was looking at, honestly, the second half of my career. If I look ahead and think, how many more years do I want to work until I retire? And that number gets smaller and smaller after 40 in terms of, you know, the years left that I actually want to spend working or doing something. And the question dawned on me, was I ever going to start? Was I ever actually going to start that business? Or was I just going to continue to dream about it, to want something more, but not actually make it happen? I also had the realization that no one else was going to do it for me. I had to be the one to take the action, to actually take some steps, to move forward, to create that business. No one else was going to start the business for me, especially if what I was saying that I really wanted to be in control, I wanted to be my own boss, I wanted to have the freedom in my calendar and my schedule, and I wanted to do work that was really heart-centered and make an impact in the way that I wanted to make an impact, that was up to me. So these were some big ahas that I finally got with a little kick in the butt of aging and thinking about the next chapter of my career. So what did I do to get off that couch and to turn that wishing and dreaming and that thinking into an actual business? The process from starting, like from just thinking to really getting into action took almost two years. So it didn't happen overnight. And I want to share that because I think there's a lot of pressure online to move very fast and that people start businesses and become instantly successful overnight. And that has not been my experience. And that has, it just doesn't seem realistic. So it took me two years of joining programs, of signing up for coaching from mentors, for joining communities online, attending events. Some of them were paid, some of them were free. I listened to hundreds of podcasts and I learned from free resources. I was signing up for things, listening to people talk about their businesses, following people online. And I did that for three years, sorry, two years to get myself from only thinking about it by myself to starting to get into communities with other people where I would talk about the fact that I wanted to start a business, even though I didn't have one yet, and start to talk about it and see myself as a business owner. That was a really important part of the process and it took a long time from talking about it outside yourself, like someday I want to start a business, to actually claiming it for yourself and embodying the role of business owner. For example, I am the founder of Lead Quietly 
I am a business owner. I am an entrepreneur. Starting to claim that identity for yourself. That was an important, subtle step that I didn't even realize I was doing at the time, but looking back was really important. After about two years of doing that, joining programs, getting in community, meeting other people who were similar to me, other people who were in the same place, they wanted a business too, they were in early stages, I finally picked a name. That was really important. To pick a name and the entity, the business, the thing that I was dreaming about needed to be called something, even if it wasn't perfect. I remember I was bouncing ideas around with my husband one morning and he was looking up what website domains were free or not or what was taken and I was googling things and looking at um, names on Instagram like who had what name already and I knew sort of the area that I wanted to talk about like I wanted my business to be about leadership and I wanted it to be for quiet or more introverted women and so we were throwing around different combinations of leading and quietly and then we found one a domain that wasn't taken we found uh, an Instagram account that wasn't already in use and so I picked it that all happened in one morning just over coffee I think it was like a Sunday morning so it wasn't some grand plan to pick the perfect name do a little bit of your background research so you're not accidentally copying someone else but I picked it and I have to say once I did that, that was a shift. That was a shift because now I had something to call the business that I always dreamed of. So then I could say, I have a business. I have a business and the name is Lead Quietly. And that was an important distinction. So some of the next things that I did were claim that domain on for a website, which I don't actually have, but it was an important step to make it feel official. I registered the business, I opened a bank account, got an email address for my business. And those simple steps, those, I'm not a business expert by any means, but those early steps really made a difference from dreaming about sort of a vague idea to having a real entity called my business that I could actually point to on paper and I can actually see. So those early stages, those first few steps, big shift. And since then, it has been two years since that point, since I registered the business. And I want to share now just about what has happened since then and share a few takeaways for you in case this is resonating with you, in case you are in a place where you're dreaming about a business and you are feeling some of the same self-doubts that I had. Are you currently sitting on your couch dreaming about a business? Are you thinking... Well, maybe someday I could coach somebody or maybe someday I could write a book or I could do something that will impact others, but you're not actually taking any action towards turning it into reality or making it happen. And that's okay. Please don't feel ashamed if you are. You're not alone. And since being in the entrepreneur space now for almost two years, I have heard and met so many people who have had the same experience. So I wanted to share it on this podcast so that if I'm catching you at a time when you needed to hear this, you needed to to see that someone else's experience was similar to yours, that it didn't happen overnight, that it wasn't perfect, it wasn't super easy, and it, it took a lot of internal determination to keep going and not quit. I will definitely say entrepreneurship is 
difficult in lots of ways. It's also amazing and so freeing in other ways. Since I actually had that moment of claiming it, claiming that business, I had a name, it was a legal entity. It has been almost two years of more figuring things out. And I don't know, maybe that's not what you want to hear if you are hoping that it can go faster or it could be easier and it might for you. This is just my experience that in that time that I've been online, I have done a lot of experimenting, a lot of testing, a lot of trial and error, a lot of starts and stops, but I haven't given up and I'm at a place now where I'm really proud of what I'm creating and I am way more clear about what I'm doing. Those first few years are meant to be a bit of trial and error, at least in my experience. It doesn't necessarily just come and you figure out what you're offering and then boom, you're selling stuff and clients are pouring in. If you feel like you're doing something wrong because you don't have clients just you know, knocking down your door, it's okay, it takes time and I'm doing this right alongside with you. In those two years, the things that I realized now, kind of like as I'm coming out of it and becoming more established and more clear about what I'm doing, there are a few things that I wish I would have figured out sooner, if this helps you. One is don't underestimate how important it is to believe in yourself. That is something that someone could have told me that a few years ago, but I didn't know exactly how important that would be in keeping you going in helping you during the days when you don't have a lot of energy and when you feel tired or when being a business owner, especially if you're online and you're trying and you need to be out there on social media in order to promote and build your business, when all of it feels like too much, it's too overwhelming and you want to just hide, you need to have that strong foundational belief in yourself that you can keep going and that you can overcome challenges and that you are doing this for a reason that you feel compelled to do even when it gets hard. So practicing belief is something that I have only recently, almost two years in, gotten better at doing and it's supporting me way more and I wish I would have done this earlier. So specifically, what that looks like is every day for me, actually writing down some belief affirmations every day, something that reinforces how you believe in yourself, what you're capable of, writing down things that you want as if they're already happening, doing things to help your subconscious mind support you so that you're not letting negative thoughts or self-doubt thoughts take center stage in your mind and talk you out of things all the time. It's really um, grounding down in the belief in yourself. That was so important and foundational and really challenging. So I wanted to share that um, as a real example of this is what it took for me to finally get the steady, ongoing, sort of unwavering confidence in myself as a business owner. Another takeaway is that I want you to hear that you do not have to be outgoing. You do not have to be loud. You don't need to be perfectly well-spoken to run a business or be a business owner. In order to 
keep up online or be part of the online business community. You don't have to do things like everyone else. I certainly am not. And I have built a community online of over 500 women. And in my private group, almost 50 women of the right women, not just anyone, not just any random people or random followers. I'm not just looking for numbers. But through using my quieter approach, my quieter voice, and being authentic in my message that is not like everyone else, that is not flashy, I'm not dancing on reels, I'm not doing all the things that just don't feel right for me just because they're trendy online, and yet I have been able to connect with the right people and bring them into my world. And I'm so grateful for all of you. If you are one of them who is following me online, you're part of my private Facebook group, or now a new listener to my podcast, I am so, so grateful for you. And I hope there is something authentic that you feel about me, that there's a place for you here in my world. I'm just so grateful for you. Two takeaways so far, belief in yourself is more important than you think. You don't have to be loud in order to be successful or make an impact online. And the third would be overthinking and making things more complicated will always get in your way. So I'm going to end today's episode with a challenge for you. If you are new to business, you want to start a business or something else that's similar, it doesn't have to be a business, but is there a community, a dream, a project, a something that you've always wanted to do and that you're holding yourself back on, but you still really want it and maybe you have some blocks in the way, some beliefs about yourself or assumptions that are holding you back from actually doing it. So here's my challenge for you. Can you make it less overwhelming? Can you not think about the whole picture and just think about one small action that you could take right now, today, this week, that would get you started. And so an action like that might be simply talking to someone about your idea, putting out a post online, picking a name for your business or your project or your venture, looking up information about how to register it, or introducing yourself the next time you go on the call as the founder of whatever your business is. How can you take a small action, make a small shift to start embodying that role of leader, that role of business owner, whatever it is that you want to do. Is there some small shift that you can take? It could simply um, be if you're not ready to get out there in front of others, be writing in your journal. If you're a journaler, I am the founder of X business. Write that over and over again. That sort of affirmation, making it true for yourself And you start to take that on and it will grow from there and your confidence will grow with it. Thank you so much for joining me today for this episode. I hope there was something in here that was helpful for you. I hope that hearing my journey and my story, knowing that it took a long time, it is not perfect and I am still figuring it out. I hope that inspires you and makes you feel like you're in the right place. You're doing the right things. You are on pace you are not behind. I do know this too. One thing that has made entrepreneurship more fun and helped me move faster and get through those blocks more quickly is to have community around you. And that's why I created the Quiet Leader Community, which is my private Facebook group. 
And it is a welcoming, safe place for quiet, introverted women who have big professional goals, whether that's business or it's career development or something else. And in that group, there is a safe environment for deeper conversations, to get accountability, to get support, to share, or just to listen in and soak up the information of what's in there and see what everyone else is doing so you don't feel so alone. You can always reach out to me personally as well on Instagram at Lee Quietly, and I'm always happy to have a conversation and just chat and support you. So remember that you are not too quiet to be successful. You're not too quiet to make an impact. I'm always here to cheer you on and thank you so much for listening today. I'll catch you on the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Lead Quietly podcast. I hope something in this episode resonated with you and you took something away that will help you tap into your inner leader. Take some time to process and you'll know when it's time to take action towards your big goals. You can find me on Instagram at Lead Quietly and in my free Facebook group called the Quiet Leader Community. Thank you so much for listening and I'll catch you on the next episode.